Grace and peace be unto each of you from God, our Father. I do greet each of you in that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything in the earth, even underneath the earth, shall bow just at the very mention of his name. I am Apostle Betty J. Christmas, and I bid greetings to you from Beyond the Walls International Ministries, located here outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And I am here with another segment of Prepare to Fly. And Prepare to Fly has been established to encourage and to inspire, to teach, to instruct you to live your best life as we prepare ourselves to be with our Heavenly Father. Um, so at this time, I'm going to have a word of prayer, and we're going to get right into um, what the Lord has to say to us today. Gracious God, our Father, I do come to you to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for all things great and all things small. Thank you, God, for another opportunity just to be in the land of the living, which lets us know there's still work for us to do. So, Father, I thank you now for this opportunity to be before your people, God, to give them the word that you have given unto me. I pray, God, it falls on good ground and the ears will be unstopped and the hearts will be sure of what they are hearing in this hour. I thank you now, God, and just ask that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It is in the mighty and the match, this name of Jesus, I do pray and count all these things done. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, people of God, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Prepare to Fly. Um, I am excited about the word that's coming to you today, and I pray that you will be blessed in your hearing and be all the better because you chose to um, just stop by and listen in. So I am going to be reading our scripture for today, which is coming from um, John chapter five. And I'm going to start at verse two and I'm going to um, go down to verse number nine. And it reads inside the city near the sheep gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him, he knew he had been ill for a long time. He asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But the miracle happened on the Sabbath. The word of God for the people of God is already blessed. If I had to title this um, word of instruction, this word of encouragement, it would simply be, your butt is too big. Your butt is too big. Now, oftentimes, whenever we, um, we as a people are just so full of excuses. Um, someone asks us one question and we say, we can't do this because we are have something else to do or I would, but, or I could, but it's always a, but here, a but there, a but everywhere, a, but, but just excuse after excuse after excuse. And if we would just be honest with ourselves and realize that we could be far 
um, ahead of where we are right now if we were not so inundated with excuses. You see, this scripture just tells us and um, that there's a man at the pool of Bethesda. He had been there for 38 long years. And not only him, but there were um, all types of people, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. They lay on this porch just waiting for the water to be troubled so that they could then step in to be healed. My God. And if they had no one to put them in the water when it was troubled, their their healing was delayed. And so and again, this is a I can just picture this, this is a large porch. It had five um it was five covered porches and all these sick people just laying there just waiting for a moment to be healed. But then there comes a man named Jesus. Jesus came by as the word of God tells us. Uh, and when Jesus saw him, he knew he had been ill for a long time. And he asked him, would you like to get well? Now, Jesus already knew this man's situation, just like Jesus knows your situation. He knows my situation. He knows everything about us from the beginning, the middle and the end. The word of God tells us that before we were even formed in our mother's womb, he knew us. Right. And so because he knows everything, he already knows this man's situation. But let's just see how you're going to answer the question when God comes on your street and asks you one simple question. He asked this man, would you like to get well? Easy question. The Lord asked you, do you want to be made well? Do you want a financial blessing? Do you want this? Do you want that? You know, that's what the Lord is asking. But this man immediately came back with this. I can't, sir. The sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. Now, there's several things with this answer. One, you didn't answer the question, mighty God. The man did not answer the question. Jesus had asked him. He gave him an excuse. How many of you are always coming back with an excuse when God asks you a question. He asks you a simple question. Do you want to sing in the choir? Do you want to serve me? Do you want to evangelize my word? Do you want to share a word of God? He's asking you a simple question. And oftentimes we come back as our human selves with excuses. I can't because she won't let me sing a solo. I can't because he say I pray too long. I can't because I can't because it's time out for excuses. People of God, there's so many things happening in the earth today. So we have no time to, to deal with in excuses. We have to answer the question that's at hand. This man and, and, and thank God for, um, for Jesus being Jesus and who he is. He didn't even um, listen to this man. He just gave him an answer. My God, he looked beyond all his faults. Oh, my God. Just like God looks beyond all of our faults and he sees our needs. He know this man wanted to be healed. He know this man had been laying in this bed of affliction for 38 long years. But now is the time for him to pick up his bed and walk. For Jesus told him to stand up. See, the first thing we have to do when, when Jesus comes our way, after he recognizes what we need before we even know we have need of it, 
We have to follow instructions. We have to be obedient to the instructions. You see, in verse eight, Jesus told him to stand up. First thing, don't come with a whole bunch of excuses. I, I, I heard your excuse about there's no one to put you in the, um, the water when it bubbles up. Everybody is walking all over you and you've been neglected and, and you have no one to do this, that, and that, this, that, and thus with you. Stand up. A simple instruction. This man, uh, uh, then the second instruction came, pick up your mat. Now, first, you've been landed for 38 years. And God gives you an instruction. Jesus gives you an instruction to stand up and not only stand up, pick up your mat. And then the third instruction and walk. You've been on your bed of affliction for 38 years and you're getting three instructions back to back to back. He asked you one question. You gave him an excuse. He looked beyond your excuses and gave you instructions. Mighty God. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the Jesus that looks out, looks after us. That's the one who, who told us about his stripes. We are already healed. This is the one who knows everything about everything. So time out for excuses. We don't need you just sitting on the sidelines, just going along to get along because somebody else won't let you do. No, Jesus called you to it so you can do it. Jesus said, this is the way it is. And so whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the things that people are saying you can't do? Or are you going to recognize it because God has called you? He has chosen you. He's qualified you. He has anointed you that you're going to just do what he has instructed you to do. You have a choice. You can follow his instructions or you cannot. My God. But this man, because he had been there for 38 years. You see, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of your situation, when you're tired of just people walking past you, when you're tired and you've been praying and you've been fasting and you've been laboring and you've been serving, you've been doing everything you thought you could do in your own strength, mighty God. It's time to turn it all over to Jesus. It's time to be obedient to the things of the Lord. It's time to stay in your word. It's time to study your word. It's time to have that relationship with the Lord so that when he shows up, ah, you'll recognize who he is when he shows up. You see, this man we'll find later on didn't even know who Jesus was. Mighty God. Why? Because he had been so focused on being on this porch for 38 years. 38 years. Can you imagine that? Some of us can't deal with afflictions or illnesses or, or, or trials and tribulations for 38 minutes, 38 days, 38 hours. But 38 years, this man was on his bed of affliction and now has a chance to be made whole because a man named Jesus came by and asked you a question. Do you want to be made well? Simple question. Don't, not giving him an excuse. So verse nine tells us that instantly, instantly the man was healed. The man was healed instantly after 38 years. Now Jesus comes by, ask him a question. He gives him an excuse. And then Jesus gives him three instructions. And the man was obedient followed the instructions and did not even know who Jesus was. Mighty God. Instantly the man was healed. And what did he do? He followed the instructions. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. 
he began to walk. Why? Because he was obedient. Your butt is too big, people of God. We have to stop putting a butt where God has is asking us for an answer. Mighty God. We have to stop giving him an excuse when he has asked us to do something. Jesus never gives us a question he doesn't already have an answer to. Mighty God. He already knew what was going to happen. So all we have to do is open up our mouths and, and recognize who he is and just say yes. Yes, Lord, to your will. Yes, Lord, to your way. Do you want to be financially blessed? Yes, Lord. Not I don't have a job and I don't have a car to get me to a job and I don't have a babysitter. No, 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 no. Hold out. Time out. Don't give him your butts. Give him your yes. Give him the answer, the response to the question he's asking you. You know, oftentimes uh, um, I can, we, we as humans, we can truly get annoyed with people asking us a question and they do not give us a direct answer. That is just a pet peeve of mine. You, I, I ask you a question, but you tell me everything except what I'm asking you. Right? And that's what happened with this man. This man gave Jesus the answer that he was not asking for. And, and but Jesus, thank God, I will say it again. He looked beyond this man's um, answer. He looked beyond his response because he recognized this man was tired. After 38 years, he was tired and he thought the only way that he was going to possibly be healed was to get in this water. My God, we think that, uh, that the only way we can possibly be financially blessed is if we're working. Right. We think the only way that we can have um, have anything that we have is for it to come a different way. No, Jesus don't have a rule book, people of God. There's no rule as to how he's going to bless us. There's no rule for how he's going to heal us, how he's going to deliver us and set us free. We just have to be in position to say yes and no more excuses. No more excuses. Say that with me until it hits your spirit. No more excuses. No more excuses. And what is an excuse? An excuse is just giving an answer um, give, given an answer as to why something cannot happen. That's an excuse. That's a, but a, but just simply uh, means an excuse. I would, but I could, but I should, but, and what follows that, but it's somebody else. You're, you're putting the blame on somebody else because you, 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 you're frustrated. You're broken. You don't know how you how it's going to work. Thank God that he knows us for who we are. Right. We have to be surrendered to him so we can recognize when he's asking us a question. All we have to do is open up our mouths and receive the blessing that he is giving to us. No more excuses, people of God. Just open your mouth and just give God your yes. Open your mouth and be obedient to what he wants you to do. Open your mouth and receive your bountiful blessings. Uh, my grandmother always said a closed mouth, a closed mouth does not get fed. Are you hungry? Yeah, I, I, um, I would eat something, but I don't have 
um, money to buy food. That was not the question. The question was, are you hungry? So you're going to miss your blessing because you're giving an excuse. Are you hungry? Yes. Do you want to um, go to the concert that's tonight? I would, but I don't have a car to get there. That wasn't the question. Yes, I want to go to the concert. You see, we missed our blessings because we are forethinking um, the answer or we're, we're trying to respond the way we think people want us to respond. When God is positioning people in front of you to meet your need, but we're discounting them because we want to put in a throw in a butt. Our butts have become too big. Our excuses have become too many. We're living in the last days, the last and evil days of this world. And so it's time out for excuses. Everyone under the sound of my voice, if you are saved, should be on fire for the Lord and should be responding with an uh, um, emphatic, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I want to be made well. Yes, Lord, I receive your healing. Yes, Lord, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. Yes, Lord. But we want to give him an excuse. I don't speak eloquently. Moses, another one in the Bible. When, when God first called him and told him that he was going to be the one to lead the people, children of Israel um, out of the, the children of Israel out of Egypt. I, I can't speak eloquently. He, this, but that's not what the Lord asked him. He gave him his assignment and Moses gave him an excuse. Ha. He gave him an, an assignment, but Moses gave him an excuse. Moses gave the Lord a but. And so this has happened from generation to generation. We see it where it happened in the Old Testament with Moses. And we see where it has happened in the New Testament um, with the man at the pool of Bethesda. So this is just human nature. But I come to prophesy in your life today. I come to bind up that spirit of but. I come up to bind that spirit of, 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 of it's, it can't happen. I bind that spirit of excuses and I, re I release the spirit of yes, Lord. I release that spirit of I can and I will. Whatever you want me to do, Lord, no more excuses. No more. Those of you who are not saved, I would get saved. I would give my life to the Lord, but I got to stop smoking. I would give my life to the Lord, but I have to stop drinking. I would give my life to the Lord, but I have to stop homonging. I would give my life to the Lord, but I'm still dealing drugs. I would, I would, but I would, but time out for the butts, people of God. And those of you who don't know the Lord, it's time out for your excuses. If you could have gotten yourself together already, you would have done it already, but you can't. So today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to just open up your mouth and say, yes, Lord. Yes, I want to be made well. Yes, I want to be off drugs. Yes, I want to be out, out of off alcohol. Yes, I want to stop homemongering. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's your answer is yes. No more excuses. Get your butt out of the way and say yes. Point blank period. 
This man who had been uh, um, laying sick for 38 years. Some of you have been going through your issues for 38 days, 38 months. Some of you may be 38 minutes. But you see, we don't want to handle anything. But when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and when everything else you've tried, and every time you waited for someone else to get you to your blessing that disappointed you, my God, you will recognize that you have to have a relationship with Christ yourself. Yourself. This is a personal walk. He's asking you a question. He's not asking your family a question for you. He's not asking your friend a question for you. He's asking you, do you want to be made well? Yes. Plain and simple. But this shows us that even when we are hesitating and giving God our yes, even when we're giving God our butts, he's still providing deliverance. He's still providing healing. He's still setting the mind free. Why? Because that's just who he is. He knows what we have need of before we have need of it. And he knows your heart. He knows your heart. Even when you uh, don't want to emphatically say yes, he still knows your heart, especially when you've been fasting, especially when you've been praying, when you are his son and his daughter. Even those who don't know the Lord and the free pardon of their sins. You've been feeling this tug to get your butt out the way. You've been feeling the tug to put down the drug pipe. You've been feeling the tug to put down the liquor bottle. You've been feeling the tug to get it with, get rid of your cigarettes. You've been feeling that. So today the Lord is coming to you and just say, asking you one simple question. Do you want to be made well? And I pray your answer is an unadulterated, unequivocal yes. Yes, I want to be healed. Yes, I want to be delivered. Yes, I want to be set free. Your butt has been in the way for too long. It's time out for your excuses. So if you don't know the Lord today, I pray that you would repeat this prayer and contact me um, if you want to solidify or just have a conversation with me. Because once you say the prayer, um, it's done. It's done. So it's as simple as ABC. Admit that you are a sinner. Believe in your heart that Jesus died and rose on the third day. And then you confess your sins unto him. Ask for his forgiveness. It's as simple as that. And you ask Jesus to take over your heart. And you can now be one of his children, his son and his daughter. And then I, I pray that you will connect with the Bible, believe in church, a church that can um, help mold and shape you and help you learn how to study your word and help you learn how to fast and help you ha help how to um, meditate on his word. And it's, it's not overwhelming. You see, Jesus will meet you just where you are. It does not have to be overwhelming. It does not have to be. You have to stop doing this, that, and the third. You come and allow Jesus to do the rest, mighty God. You give God your yes and allow him to do the rest, mighty God. Allow him to do the rest. It's as simple as that. It's, people want to make it hard. You, you're expecting to see a big lightning bolt to come from the sky. You're expecting that you, uh, um, you, don't, you only have one dress and, 
and the dress is is above your knees and and you 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 have fat, um big gold earrings and you have you know whatever it is that you have and you thinking that's um the reason why Jesus is not going to accept you the devil is a liar he will accept you just as you are the thing is you don't have to stay that way once you become his son once you become his daughter he begins to strip all of that stuff that's not like him away from you you just have to have an open heart an open mind and be willing to receive all the blessings that he has in store for you i'm not saying it's going to be easy i'm not saying every day is going to be rainbows and unicorns it's not going to be that because there are going to be some struggles struggles to help um, increase your faith struggles to help help your belief right but it's better than where you were or where you are just come to jesus just as you are weary wounded and sad right but we find in him a resting place so he can make us glad that's who jesus is so if you prayed that prayer I pray that you will um, reach out to me, contact me. I can be reached at 704-607-0079. Or you can please feel free to email me at btwiminc at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in today, people of God. And I pray that this um, very simplistic word um, has been power. It was powerful, um, and necessary for you in this hour, share this with your family, your friends, and yes, even your enemies need to know that their butt is too big. You know, we, we each one reach one. When you receive a message, you reach back and you pull up your brother, pull up your sister and, and, and let them know that there's a man named Jesus that is, um, is there to meet everyone even needs. Amen. And with that, I say, again, thank you for tuning in. Until the next time, um, these segments go by so quickly, but I thank God um, that, because that's how good God's word is. It just goes by so quickly. And I'm just honored and thankful that he um, pressed upon me to let you know that your butt is too big and it's time out for your excuses. No more excuses, people of God. Time is winding up. The sun is slowly going down and we all need to be um, available and ready with the quickness, right? With a quickness, we need to be ready with an, a quickness. When Jesus asks you a question, just answer the question. Don't give him your butts. Don't give him your excuses. Just answer the question and watch him uh, respond and take care of the need that you have because he's just that good. He's just that good. No more excuses. Until the next time, I am Apostle Betty J. Christmas. I am the overseer and founder of Beyond the Walls International Ministries, again, located here outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And I am saying to you, be tremendously blessed until the next time I am able to gather with you uh, with another word of wisdom, another word of encouragement, another word of inspiration. I love you and be tremendously blessed. To contact Apostle Betty J. Christmas, please call 704-607-0079. This has been a presentation of the Fivefold Network.
collection of hats by some of the top brands like Celentino, Stetson, Borsalino, Kangol, and more, visit Alexander's Hats located in Eastridge Mall, Gastonia, North Carolina. Alexander's Hats, a hat man's dream. Classic, special occasions, or stylish hats. Specializing in restorations, cleaning, and blocking. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. See you soon or call us at 704-215-6553. Use your head and put a hat on it.